episode 458 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are super excited for Crimson Vow coming yes. up or maybe you're raring to go at Eternal Weekend in just a couple of weeks, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And we don't have heat in our studio today. No, we don't. So we are drinking cozy cups of tea. Oh, thank goodness. I mean. Mostly touching. I'm yes. mostly touching my cozy <laughs> cup of Look, tea. Look, if I didn't have this cup of tea, my hands would be two ice blocks and I'd yes. just slam them on the desk and just chunks of ice would fly off everywhere. Okay. One, did you ever feel like you know when it, like sci- cool science people would come to your school and they would do the um, the liquid nitrogen yeah. experiments yeah. where they would like dip something in and then <gasps> Look smash at it, it. It's broken now. Yeah. Did you ever worry that like they were going to dip a human hand? <laughs> that you were you were like, is there ever going to be an accident in my life where I accidentally put my hand in liquid nitrogen and then my hand shatters off? Did you ever worry that? No, but right? I, I used to no. worry that I would shrink if I went in the dryer because my mom said cl- clothes shrink if they would go in there. <laughs> so I thought I would. I had to shrink the you kids. Would, yeah, you would shrink if you went in the dryer. So that was a fear I had. I feel like mine is more reasonable. <laughs> like, think. <laughs> no, it is. Think about it. it, it could, on, yours could actually happen. Exactly. I went around <laughs> being terrified that like <laughs> at some point in my life, I would have a bad encounter with liquid nitrogen. I mean, there's still time. Yeah. Don't lose that fear. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. <laughs> Good luck, high five. Extending fears from childhood into adulthood since yep. 2012. <laughs> my, other, my other point was going to be, do you remember working in offices when oh, it would be yeah. so cold? And like literally your fingers would be stiff as you type yes. on a keyboard. Like, I had special eek, gloves eek, that I ordered eek, from the internet eek, that you plug eek, them into eek. USB and they heated your hands so that you could type with them on. Oh my God. Definitely not safe. Those gloves no. were certainly sure to burst into flames at yeah. any moment or like give you burns on your hands yeah. <laughs> that was a bad very bad yeah. invention but also genius hello if you run an office and just please turn up your ding dang heat <laughs> yeah. if you have the power to turn up the heat in your office wherever please you are just do it <laughs> Well, okay. today's show, besides <laughs> yeah. being little icicles, yes. uh, we're going to talk to you all about Crimson Vow because guess what? Chicken butt previews have started, including our preview card, which got previewed yesterday on the upkeep. If you haven't seen it yet, it's mm-hmm. a really cool card. So we're going to talk about the new cards that dropped. We're going to talk about the new mechanics, returning mechanics that we're going to see in this set. Um, and there's some there's some wild stuff going on. Some really card, cool cards have been previewed already. Yeah, it's Awesome. But before we get to any of that, oh, wait, we're also going to talk about um, the first chapter story. of Crimson Vow story. Yes. Which I read for you. I'm so excited because we just heard the end of Midnight Hunt story last yes. week. Okay. But before yes. we can get to any of that, <laughs> uh, we have some people to thank. First and foremost, amongst them are you, the listeners of this show. Yay. Thank you, everybody who supports us, our backers over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Please consider becoming a backer before our next episode. We'll say your name on the air. You'll have our undying gratitude, access to our Superfly Discord channel to hang out with cool people people and you'll get cool prizes shipped to you ver- based on the various tiers that you can donate at and uh yeah we're yeah. so so appreciative um this week a special thank you goes out to diaper 911 oh my god <laughs> why did you say that while i was taking a sip of my son? <laughs> i almost spit it all over this audio board because that's that is the name of the of our new patron this week i can't not say it 
Diaper 911. Okay. Thank you so much to <laughs> Diaper 911. Like, you have the power to make us say something stupid. We've now. Yes, absolutely. We had sock. We'll not say. We had we, we'll, we'll not say dirty. Something dirty. Or we will not say swears, but. Because this is a show for everybody. But we will say Diaper 911. Well, we will say Diaper 911. <laughs> like five times. So, a lot of. A bunch. Thank you so much. Especially. <laughs> oh my god yes thank you so much for becoming a patron today thank you to card kingdom as yes. well for being our incredible sponsor head to cardkingdom.com slash jlhf for all your magical needs yes they may not be able to solve your diaper 911 <laughs> crisis but they can solve all of your magic needs at the drop of a hat at i the mean snap of a finger have you ever tried to diaper a baby in a discarded booster pack wrappers I really hope not. I'm just going to go out and say, I really hope not. The good luck high five diaper baby challenge issued. No, on this episode no, of no, no, not happening. Oh, that baby would be so mad. It would be, have a toasty it would bum. Be bad. <laughs> yeah. Car Kingdom is so cool. They're, yes. they've got great shipping. They've got everything that you need for your magical life. They have excellent customer service and you can pre-order Crimson Vow on their website right now. Yes. Say good luck, high five. They'll give your token or a sticker in your order because that's just the kind of people they are. It is time for a brand new Scryfall random segment where uh, we each get to guess a very random card that Scryfall gives random. us. Random. All right, Megan, are you ready for this random card? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm going to show you the art crop and then I'm going to tell you the name of the card. You're going to tell okay. me what it does. Okay. <laughs> There's a look at the art. Oh, great. This art is, uh, please describe it. Okay. This art is like, <laughs> is like, old, like, it's like an old school colored pencil drawing <laughs> of two Renaissance men. <laughs> one of whom is like really going nuts with his swords. Yeah. These look like very strapping gentlemen yes. in armor in a fancy castle. Yes. The name of this card is Veteran's Voice. What does it do? Okay. This is a white card. Mm -hmm. um, this white card says, uh, <laughs> wow, veteran's voice. Okay. I can't get over this guy's mustache. Yeah, what is this it? guy in the back has a great mustache. What's the mustache plus pointy beard combo called? There's got to be a name for that facial know. It hair. It is, right? Yeah. But I can't think of it. Is it? Anyway, he's wearing it. Oh, yeah. Just so you know. What's the Dick Van Dyke? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Is it just called the Van Dyke though? Oh, <laughs> I because mean, it's probably not about Dick Van Dyke. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted Anyways. you. Nope, that's okay. I think I interrupted me. Okay, it is a white card. I am going to say it is um two and a white. Uh, target creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn Oof. and first strike because this card looks old but it would be over so it'd be over yeah, that's and a, not wildly that powerful. is a good guess that's a good guess it is red whoa this card is red for a single red enchant creature i i'm gonna read the oracle text so, version of this i was so well, maybe wrong. i won't zero colon tap enchanted creature to give any other target creature plus two plus one until end of turn you I mean, what? yeah, I was right about the boost. You were, you were right about the boost. This is wild. Yeah, um, this the flavor text is: Good soldiers rely first upon their training, then upon their instincts. King Darian of Gjeldor 
Yeah, it's from Alliances. Wow. That's, that's an old card. <laughs> that art, though, was right. truly magical. Great. <laughs> Thank Great you, Scryfall art. Randomizer. <laughs> okay, here we go. By the way, Scryfall has a Patreon, everybody. Yeah. So if you want to support them for being the awesome magic search engine they are, you can support them on patreon.com. So Scryfall, we are Ooh. supporters on Patreon. Let me know if you know this card from its art. Ooh, okay. Because it is not Ooh. new, but it is iconic. Okay, Um, this is a Lesnia card. Okay. That's what I want to say. Green white. <laughs> the okay. way you said okay. Oh, wait, makes do you want me to tell you the name? What's the name? Door of Destinies. Door of Destinies. Gosh, yeah. I feel like I do. Do you want to describe the art to everyone? The art looks like a beautiful door on a hobbit house if hobbits were human sized. Yes. And it's glowing. It's radiating um, outwards in a beautiful forest. Yeah. Door of Destinies. Yeah, I do re- I do recall this name. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I couldn't tell you what it does. But if I had to guess, it's Celestia. It costs okay. two green, green, white, white. <laughs> Love it. And you create three, three, three centaur tokens. Oh. It's definitely not what it is. But I like it. That's what I would guess. Yeah, it, th- this art looks very Celestia. But oh, it is colorless. You're right. Um, some of you may know this card. Four colorless mana as door of destinies enters the battlefield choose a creature type whenever you cast a spell of the chosen type put a charge counter on door of destinies creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one plus one for each charge counter on door of destinies so when was this most recently printed for us commander 2017 okay so um, we, and then magic 2014 that's when we would have yeah. played it at rare wow guessing an artifact um is uh yeah it's a little tough hard but I guess I, it was a door, so maybe that could have been a clue. <laughs> Are doors colorless? Are doors always colorless in well, magic? That's I a good question. I just thought we were talking about in life. Oh. Are doors always colorless? <laughs> I mean, no. like, there's been a lot of door cards printed. Yeah. Um, I can think of some that have been, yeah, like, I wish creature origi- type door. <laughs> it's originally from um, Morning Tide. Morning Tide, okay. Yeah, because uh, Cellar Door is a card, I recall. Yep, here it is. That's, That's an artifact. Colorless. <gasps> All right, hypothesis confirmed. Door to nothingness is five colorless. Wow. Secret Door is blue, though. Secret Door. That one, That's remember that true. one? But that's a wall. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's an artifact creature wall. I'll give it. Whereas the three artifact only, like the three straight up doors <laughs> are all <laughs> artifacts. Creature type. Uh, the door. Straight, in do- straight up doors. Look, wizards, don't be cowards. You've printed creature type wall, print creature type door. That's right. This wall, this secret door shouldn't have to be a wall because it's not. It's not. Although it is a secret, secret door. So it is telling you it's a wall. <laughs> Maybe it should be a flip card on the back is I'm actually a, a door. door. <laughs> front wall, back, back door. door. Uh, walls in the front, doors in the back. Am I right? But also <laughs> in Crimson Vow, there's a card a preview card that on the front side is a human and on the back side is a vampire yeah that's very true which is pretty cool that's very very nice flavor i like that i saw somebody question they're like wait no the front side's not a vampire and i'm like that's the whole deal because they're pretending that they're pretending and then they're gonna be a vampire uh hello anyway we'll talk more about those when we talk about the cards that have been previewed for the set this has been the randomizer (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Crimson Vow mechanics. Yes. 
So this past Thursday, Wizards released Crimson Vow with a flare. Uh, they had a video that was on twitch.tv slash magic um, that was exceedingly well done that started off with clips from Nosferatu with like new captions that they had put into them. Delightful. I just need to call that out because it I was... I love Nosferatu. It was it's- so well done, everybody. Like, congratulations, whoever did that video for Wizards because it was funny. It was really, really well made. And then, of course, the production value of these preview videos has just been going up and up and up um, mm-hmm. with Becca Scott and Deborah Ann Wall from True Blood. It was it was gorgeous. It was very, very, very pretty. So I just want to give kudos to that production company, whoever they are, mm-hmm. and everybody from Wizards who worked on that event. Anyway, let's talk about the new mechanics and returning mechanics from Crimson Vow. I was going to say, look at my tiny teaspoon. <laughs> Did Thank you bring you. that in specifically? Yeah. A spoon for tea. What? Oh, it's in my like little, I have my little like travel kit of silverware and it has like a Do big spoon. you always spoon, have it? A tiny spoon. Yeah. Um, a little fork, a big fork, chopsticks, a straw, and a napkin. Wow. Uh, anyways. Travel silverware. Don't leave home without it. It's nice. And then you like when you, if you use stuff and you don't have a chance to wash it, you wrap it up in the in the napkin. It's like a you know a cloth oh, napkin. A cloth you wrap napkin. it up in there and you can just tuck it back in the pouch. Oh, that's so cute. Anyways, this has been your 30 seconds <laughs> of what's what's in Megan's bag. I have this um, Minnesota mug. I just want to show this off. It's very nice. <laughs> anyway, uh yes. Um, yeah. Okay, so mechanics. First up is training. I almost ate the tea bag there. <laughs> training. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's talk about a card with training on it. Cloaked Cadet is one I'm seeing right here. For four and a green, the guy looks like he's wearing a porcupine cloak. Yes, or just all of the reeds from the same, like, place where he's standing. Like, oh, he's, like, in that a swamp. that makes actual he, sense. So he's hiding. Yeah. This is a 2-4 human ranger. <laughs> yep. At Uncommon, has training. Whenever this creature attacks with another creature with greater power put a plus one plus one counter on this creature yeah and since it's an uncommon he also has additional text whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on one or more humans you control draw a card oh this ability triggers only once each turn that's pretty nice that is i like that card so you get to draw a card when you train that's that's solid i love drawing cards so i'm a big fan training um a lot of people have pointed out is like mentor in reverse yes so it's in like right the scope of like mechanics that put counters on creatures. Yes. And it's just a new way to do that, which I think is and it's it's cute because it's right like all of the humans are getting together and figuring, and figuring out like out how to fight the uh, oh. Yeah, how to fight everybody. And so they're all in training. And oh, when that's you cute. fight with someone better than you, then you get better. All right, I love it. Cloak yeah. Cadet. That's a solid card. I'm I here do for wish that. like Right. We, when you read that big chunk of training text, mm-hmm. it kind of stinks. Like it is kind of a lot with a lot of directional words. Yes, in it. it is a slightly confusing. I don't think like I don't know, though, that they could have done it better. Whenever this creature attacks with another creature with greater power, put a plus one plus one counter on this creature. Like, obviously, yeah. they probably couldn't have because there are professionals who do this as opposed They're to just professional word shorteners. Yes. <laughs> Um, right. That's like my only thing about it is that I understand also if you're like new to the game, I feel like reading that big chunk of text, you'd maybe be like, what? I mean, it's by, I would say it's not even the most egregious offender of that syndrome that's going to happen in this segment. Um, but yeah, that is training. I'm speaking of cleave. That's the one I'm talking about. Cleave text says 
You may cast this spell for its cleave cost. If you do, remove the words in square brackets. Okay, so that means nothing to me without seeing yes. what is on the card, first of all. Yeah. So in exa- for an example, we have Lunar Rejection, which is one in a blue for an instant uncommon. The cleave cost is three in a blue, so more expensive, Yeah. which it always is, I think. Anyway, so far. Uh, it says return target creature to its own owner's hand, draw a card. Um, and that is the cleave cost. Yeah. And if you cast it normally for one in a blue, it says return target wolf or werewolf creature to its owner's hand draw card. Yeah. So, yeah, the cleave just removes some restriction. Yep. How do you feel about this? Um, You know, as we said on the upkeep, it is a little like, um, it is a little kicker. Yeah. Just, it is a little kicker it, it is literally exactly kicker. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly kicker. Why not? Because it's formatted differently. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So all I'm saying is that this is just another way to present kicker. I guess so. Right. It's not, it's not exactly the same because, because we're kicker. You always get like the base base benefit. Yeah. You get a bonus. That is true. And this is more like they're framing it the other way around. Yeah. Is like you have a thing, you, you have restrictions when you cast it. Or you can shed those restrictions. I think it's cool because um, it's clever. (laughs) Let me say that. It is clever. clever. The way they had to format this within the text box with the brackets and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, look at you being so clever that you can make it two things inside of one. Yeah. And still make sense to read it. Yes, exactly. Right? Like formatting these, I do not not envy whoever formatted these because- Um, another example is Path of Peril. Okay. One black black for a sorcery. Uh, destroy all creatures with mana value two or less. Uh, its cleave cost is four white black and just reads destroy all creatures. Okay. Yeah. And so we're also adding another color restriction to the cleave cost in this case. Yes. Which is interesting for limited. Yeah. You know. Interesting. You just so gonna, you could have these, like you could have this black card in a black green deck. Yeah, for sure. And you're just like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm just literally never going to be cast for cleave. That's mm-hmm. fine. It'll be an early board wipe. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think it's very cool. And it's just slightly, <laughs> slightly confusing, but that's okay. We'll get through it together, yeah. everybody. Up next, we have Exploit, which is a returning mechanic from Cons of Tarkir. Yes. So this was on not a ton of cards and cons. No, we went back and looked, and it was honestly like... (laughs) It was a... It must have been kind of a Sultai mechanic, but it's only on stuff that's blue-black. Yeah. So um, Dragons of Tarkir is what it was Oh, sorry. That makes more sense, right? So it was like in the small set anyways. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, which is why there's not many cards on it. It's all blue and black in that instance. Interesting. Yeah. So welcome back, Exploit, which has you, uh, when this creature enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a creature and you get a bonus for doing that. Yeah. A couple that we have seen so far, there's Fell Stinger, which is tune a black for a 3-2 death touch exploit. When Fell Stinger exploits a creature, target player draws two cards and loses two life. Wow. Which is fun. That is a good card. Yeah. That's a 3-2 for three mana death touch like base level. Plus the exploit trigger, you just draw two cards? Excuse me, can I just for a second say, in limited, I'm used to paying three mana just for the exploit thing. Yeah. Only for draw two cards, lose two life. That's true. Sometimes I pay four for that. Yeah. You know? Um, And you could just write, there's nothing in exploit that says it has to be another creature. 
Yeah. It could just, if you that's wanted true. the cards more than you wanted this 3-2 death touch, which is, that's shady, but whatever, you do you. Um, <laughs> that's shady. <laughs> right? You can just exploit this right away. I'm just looking at this art. Um, early uh, contender for grossest. It's disturbing. It is a horse-sized scorpion. We know because it's eating a horse. Okay. Ugh. Do you ever look at pictures of bugs from dinosaur times? No, absolutely not. Um, Don't. You'll be very terrified because they were hey. enormous, especially the human-sized centipedes. <laughs> That no, were real. No. Because no. there was more mm -hmm. oxygen in the atmosphere. Well, thank goodness we are solving that. <laughs> thank goodness the meteor did its dirty, dark work that we mm. needed it to do to rid us of those monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So that is exploit here in this in this set. <clears throat> Ooh, and finally, there are blood tokens. Blood tokens. Blood. So R&D said, you know, we've been experimenting with artifact uh, tokens that do yeah. something in a set. Like we've had food. We had clue tokens. Now we have blood tokens. Yeah. Which remind us a little bit of clues. Uh, these these are, as you said, artifact tokens. Um, they say one tap, discard a card, sacrifice this artifact, draw a card. Okay. I think it's cool. Yeah. It I is love cool. it. I, I love the art on the one that we've seen so far. It's like, it has like like blood rose petals on like <laughs> behind it and it's on some black fabric and it's a little decorative vial of blood that is obviously meant to be worn just sometimes you just take a shot of blood you know mm -hmm. you just Absolutely. need that um, and then you get to rummage yeah and um as we've seen in the past with some other creatures yep uh these can have an additional effect or bonus depending on what you've got on the battlefield. For instance, Gluttonous Guest says Tuna Black 1-4. When Gluttonous Guest enters the battlefield, create a blood token. Whenever you sacrifice a blood token, you gain one life. Great. Yeah. And thank you Pretty to our handy. Twitter follower who pointed out she does have bangs. So yeah. Gluttonous Guest does activate from Fangs Out. Bang, she bangs out. has great bangs also. Like, yeah, those are bangs excellent too, bangs. If they looked this good. Oh my gosh. No one's bangs look this good unless. <laughs> it unless just doesn't happen. Unless you're a vampire and you have all, literally all the time in eternity. You know, I've tried bangs so many times. Every time, huge mistake. Um, I think, knock on wood, Maria, I think I have finally moved past the point where. When you're going to try bangs. When I'm going to, like, <laughs> right. I feel like it has now happened enough times and I've looked back at enough yeah. photos and just been like, woof, like, no. Nope. That, that I don't. Every once in a while when I feel the impulse, I can very quickly squash yeah. it. <laughs> and, you know, no, the impulse will crop up. It's not like we can't. It happens. It's just going to happen to yeah. us. I did do it like some light, you know, like fe feathering bangs. But yeah, I have these. Fine. What are they called? Framing bangs? Curtain bangs, I think. Anyway, I don't count them as true bangs, though. <laughs> not They wouldn't count for yeah. fangs out, bangs out. Just no, saying. No, they wouldn't. That's, yeah. And that should be how we count. Thank you. Uh, we also have some returning mechanics from Midnight Hunt, which is Daybound, Nightbound, and Disturb will be back. Yes, of course, because you got to get those ghosties in there and, there's, and those werewolves. There's some super cool Disturb cards in this set that turn into enchantments, auras. Yeah, that's right. Which I think is, I mean, I'm a fan of auras. You all know this. I know this. Makes me very, very stoked <laughs> for these cool new Disturb auras. Um, yeah, they are... Very cool. Okay. Uh, for example, there's yeah. Kindly Ancestor. This is two and a white for a two, three spirit with a lifelink. It has Disturb for one and a white. It's already a good card. Yep. 
for Ancestor's Embrace, which says Enchant Creature. Enchanted Creature has a lifelink. Um, if Ancestor's Embrace would be put into a graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. I love it. So it's giving the cool bonus that the front side had on the back yes. side. And I like that it iterates on what we write the first time around in Midnight Hunt. We had it and it's just like, oh, it's just humans that become ghosties. Yes. But now it's like, oh, but what if those ghosties? Yes then become like a benefit extra for extra ghost <laughs> extra ghost they were gonna call this mechanic extra ghosty but then they just went back on it oh, after a while. extra ghost extra ghost or excuse me they were gonna call it mega disturb <laughs> that's a nod to megamorph oh remember those days girl <laughs> God bless Megamorph. Yeah. You know what? I mean, that's what it was. It was a me- morph mega-sized. Megamorphed, yes. It did what it said on the tin. Um, we have some cool, you know, people um, that we have seen in the past, like Runo Stromkirk, who is a one of the vampire um, like bloodline founders oh, of the Stromkirks. Oh, yes. So there's, there's, I learned this from story time. Oh, yeah. Um, that there was different vampire bloodlines yes. on Innistrad. So, like different houses, yeah. like Game of Thrones style. So the Stormkirks are one bloodline. The Voldarns mm-hmm. are another bloodline. Mm-hmm. The Falconraths. Falconraths are a bloodline. Um, Who's the last one? There's more. Because like I think Markovs, that, uh, yes, is that the, one. The Markovs are one. Yes, uh, it's just really cool. Oh, it is awesome. So we have Runo Stromkirk, a one blue black for a one four flying. When he enters the battlefield, put up to one target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. Okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card. If a creature card with mana value six or greater is revealed this way, transform Runo Stromkirk into Crothus, Lord of the Deep. He becomes a kraken? Yeah, a kraken horror. <laughs> Three five flying. Whenever Crothus, Lord of the Deep, attacks, create a tapped and attacking token that's a copy of another target attacking creature. If that creature is a kraken, leviathan, octopus, or serpent, create two of those tokens uh, instead. First of all, can I just say I was right about bat? About bat? There you go. That's bat right there. Last week I predicted bat. That card has bat wait oh runo become bat <laughs> yes except he become kraken but he does have flying he does have flying is a kraken just a bat of the ocean <laughs> this has got to be the only kraken in magic that is flying yeah um, absurd that's weird but i'm only going to give it to him because, because he's, he's a vampire a, yeah and he's a big legendary also big legendary spookum yeah, and speaking of bat and the card we were talking about just a little bit earlier yeah. about the human who turned vamp. Oh yeah, uh, innocent traveler. Innocent traveler, two black black for a one three human. But don't believe everything. Yeah, it says at the beginning of your upkeep, any opponent may sacrifice a creature. If no one does, transform innocent traveler. And the flavor text says, "Aren't you going to let me in?" <laughs> um, malicious invader. <laughs> Is a 3 3 vamp with flying. It gets plus two plus out as long as an opponent controls a human. Flavor text Aren't you going to offer me a drink? Great. <laughs> Great stuff. Yes, that card has bat. If I've ever <laughs> seen bat before, that is bat right there. All right. High five myself. <laughs> I feel like you're retconning bat to mean. <laughs> That's some... It transformed into bat. No, but it, no, it it go from human like vamp pretending to be human with his little glamour on to being vamp. Yeah, but not I mean, vamp to bat. <laughs> it gets flying. <laughs> well, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll give myself 
uh, one third of a point for bat. Okay. How about that? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. 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 Let's talk about our preview card. Ooh, yes. Stencia Uprising. Yeah. We previewed this on the upkeep. If you missed it, that's our new show. Go listen to that every week. If you don't. I thought you said it's our new show. And I was like, Maria, we've been doing it for a long <laughs> our ass time. Our new show. And we've done more than, um, how many, we've done more than a hundred episodes of the upkeep. Yes. Way more than that. But I can't remember how many exactly, but yeah, it's yeah. our new show every Monday. Um, Stencia Uprising, two red red for an enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, create a one, one red human creature token. Then if you control exactly 13 permanents, you may sacrifice Stencia Uprising. When you do, it deals seven damage to any target. I like this card. Yeah, me too. I think it's good. It's hard for an enchantment at four mana to be good, but I think you get the benefit of it. Yeah. Seven damage is a lot of damage to any target. Any target. So also your opponent is like, I can't go down to seven because like, what if I somehow, or like how, and they just end up with 13 permanents. Like then you're dead. You're dead. I like it. You get a human, um, every turn, every turn that it's not of your turn, you know, Every turn of your turn, mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all of your un- end steps, let's say it like it's on the card. You get a 1-1, one, one, which is great. And then the bonus of dealing seven straight to face is where I think this is normally going to go. Mm-hmm. And you get the cool bonus of the like the 13 thing, which is a nice little Easter egg. They put in a bunch of uh, yeah. Innistrad cards, which I think is pretty cool. It's very fun. Art by Dan Scott here, evocative of Wicker Man. No, the bees. No, the bees uh, <laughs> is what this is giving me, the energy yeah. I'm getting here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this card is good. Yeah, same. Yeah. I play it. I'm playing it. Drafting it, playing it. Stencia Uprising. There you go. Heck yes. So what other cards have caught your eye, Megan? Okay. Um, I mean, we have to talk about our big slug buddy. Yeah, we do. Uh, big slug, slug friend, Toxril <laughs> the Corrosive. Five black black for a legendary creature slug horror. Nice. So seven, seven. At the beginning of each end step, put a slime counter on each creature you don't control. <laughs> Creatures you don't control get minus one, minus one for each slime counter on them. Whenever a creature you don't control with a slime counter on it dies, create a one, one black slug creature token. Token. Blue black sacrifices slug draw a card. This slug does it all. Yeah, Toxville does it all. Toxville is here to slime and then here to clean up. <laughs> I mean, because that's what he's doing. I hope this card's in standard and two players are playing in it in a mirror and then the commentator says, Well, this is a real slug fest. No. That's what I hope happens. Well, okay. It's a mythic. Yeah. I I love the slug. The slug is great. Yeah, real gross looking. I love the slime real counters. Black. That's a lot of counters yeah. you might have to deal with. A lot honestly, of like <laughs> I'm like thinking about. It, I'm like, what if somebody's playing in yeah. like versus a token strategy? <laughs> like, uh, it is also a little messy. I can't believe that they have I, each creature you don't control. Imagine this in multiplayer. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm anyway. just. I guess like I guess it's a slime counter and not a minus one minus one counter, but it still is going to be not fun. No. Not fun. <laughs> to navigate plus one, plus one counters from training and then talks real slow. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. And like, it, right, it'll be fine, but. Um, the other card that people have been buzzing about um, mm-hmm. that's been recently previewed is Uvenwald Oddity. Yeah. For two green, green for a four, four beast with trample and haste. Yeah. Five green, green, transform it. Into Uvenwald Behemoth. Very gross. Yikes. It's an 8 8 with Trample and Haste. Other creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and have Trample and Haste. That's like 4 4 Trample Haste for four is solid. Questing Beast, everybody. Yep. He 
he on ground he dragon on ground i mean like gold span on ground what do you like <laughs> a ground span dragon if you will <laughs> don't call it that uh <laughs> no we're calling it ground span <laughs> dragon what do you, would you rather have mm-hmm. would you press this button uvenwald oddity or would you rather have the old friend with uh, questing beast questing beast in standard yep oh oddity all the way oh to play against because i'm thinking about playing against oh, Maria. Yeah. <laughs> i was like i think questing beast is still better oh that's well, questing beast is better yeah. which is why i Vigilance would prefer death this touch. yeah okay oh. i see what you're saying <laughs> yeah the can't be blocked by creatures with power two, two or less two yeah. or less yeah um, okay which I, I guess trample does does a little does bit trample but, yeah yeah I mean, okay, I will take a slightly d- powered down Questing Beast any day because some people might say Questing Beast was too good. Yeah. I don't know if I would be one of those people, but. Um, there's also a buddy that harkens back to early Innistrad in Vile Spawn Spider. Call back. Green and a blue for a 2 3 spider with reach at the beginning of your upkeep. Mill a card. Two green blue tap. Sacrifice Vile Spawn Spider. Put a 1 1 green insect creature token for each creature card in your oh. graveyard. Uh, activate only as a sorcery. It's like spider spawning. It's spider spawning. Except to just make insect instead of spider, but. Oh, that's still cute. fun. Yeah. yeah. Spider spawning, one of the most beloved cards of Innistrad limited yeah. players of all time. Um, I want to just talk about the fact that we have a new Soren and I just need to talk yes. about him. Okay, Maria, your your vamp friend be here. He's here. So I obviously love Soren. I love my vampire's deck and Soren was a big part of that. Where the yep. heck is he? <laughs> Try to find him here on Scryfall. Um, so the uh, the previous Soren was so great. It was such a powerful planeswalker. First of all, yeah. it was three mana, and then it let you put vamps from your hand onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. It let you gain life, do all sorts of shenanigans. So I was very hopeful. Here's the new Soren. Soren the Merciless. Two black black. Uh, for loyalty. Plus one. Look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card and put it into your hand. If you do, you lose life equal to mana value. Yeah. Um, minus two. Create a 2-3 black vampire creature token with flying and lifelink. Ooh. Minus seven. Soren the Mirthless deals 13 damage to any target. You gain 13 life. Wow. Pretty cool Soren. Yeah. Is he as cool as my three mana Soren? No, I don't think so. But I still do like this Soren. Yeah, I agree. The minus two is great. You get a vampire nighthawk kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can draw cards, which Soren has, I mean, like, that's a little unusual for a card being able to do, but you have the life loss kind of vampire deal in there. It also harkens back to six mana Soren from back in the day. Yes, that's true. That's true. And then the minus seven is pretty, pretty dope. And we have the 13 reference again in there. It's great how broody he is. Yeah, he's, he's just really he's so sad. He's having such a broody such time. a day. I mean, yeah. okay, we're gonna talk about it in the story about so bum. about why Soren is so sad. Yes, um, but I mean, wouldn't you be sad? Um, Hello, <laughs> Megan's giving a call from Scam Likely. Aren't we all always <laughs> all the time? Speaking of creatures who are back, Thalia, Garden Guardian of Thraben has returned yes uh, um one in a white for a two one obviously legendary creature human soldier first strike non-creature spells cost one more to cast iconic thalia iconic been played in many formats she back um yeah she back i love this art of her i think that Gorge. it's great this one in front of like the classic she one just in front looks of the like window. she's been through it you uh, know the eternal night one also yeah 
Folia, welcome to Standard again. <laughs> you should be, yeah, are you excited about this? I, uh, this seems yes. like your jam. 100%. Slow yeah. down the control player. Ca- try and cast your Auron's Epiphany when you want to. Spoiler alert, you won't be able to. <laughs> well, I mean, I waited. As we said, yeah. Auron's Epiphany yeah. is not a problem because it's a seven mana card. Uh-huh. Anyways. Yeah, so, you know, I'm super, super excited for Thalia. Yeah. We've also seen Olivia Crimson Bride. So we're having a wedding here in Crimson Vow. Yes, Who's the are. bride? Here she is. Four black red for a legendary creature, vampire noble, a three, four flying haste. Mm. Whenever Olivia Crimson Bride attacks return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped and attacking it gains when you don't control a legendary vampire exile this creature oh interesting so you get it as long as olivia's around well she's very expensive yes that's i will true. say that i mean she looks great for her wedding day great dress weird yeah. human hands as a veil yeah. i mean great call vogue um, um <laughs> <laughs> it's great it looks good but she looks yeah, good she i don't think that's like a standard situation but she's a really cool card yeah she is she's she's pretty cool mm-hmm. um have you seen the new chandra megan speaking of cool yeah. gowns to wear oh my god um chandra dressed to kill where she at maybe where? it was just her art that was previewed oh do you know what i and I not her remember. card because she yeah, it might it might have just been the art. Yeah, from it. I think you're right. Wearing a beautiful ball gown with flaming sleeves. Yes, like. <laughs> because you know what? if you're gonna crash a wedding, mm-hmm. you should do it in style. I it's agree. Only polite. You know, they haven't yet previewed wedding crashers, a card which I correctly predicted last <laughs> That's episode. Right, you did correctly. But uh, there's still time. Crashers. There's still time for that card to come on. So yeah. we haven't even talked about. I love the Count Dracula art on Sor- of Soren. Yeah, like me too. The alt one. I think it looks so good and spooky. Yeah. So some of the new alt art art styles that have come out with Crimson Vow. One is the Fang Border treatment, which is yeah. similar to the equinox treatment we had a midnight hunt this is now there's gonna be cards that straight up are reimagined as characters from bram stoker's dracula oh i love it there's mina harker as thalia Thalia. there's sisters of the undead as olivia um they just look they look so cool i really like them a lot yeah it's it's gorgeous um Maybe just, vampires just awesome will be stuff. sweet and, and um and standard, and yeah. I'll get to play standard paper, and my Soren will be the Dracula Soren. <gasps> wow, dream big. That's what I'm thinking dream of. Big man. By the way, the Eternal Night lands are back. Yeah, they um, look gorgeous. Gorge, absolutely gorge. Really good. Love all the swamps. Yeah. Um. So that's super super exciting too. All right. Well, this means that next week we is our rules episode, Maria. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> So hold on, let me get out my little calendar here. Whoop! Oh, okay. It comes out on the eleventh. You're right. How is this possible? Time. Wow, Judge Rob, I got to give you a call because <laughs> <laughs> we got to have our Judge Rob episode. We do. We really Unbelievable. do. Unbelievable. I know it. So are we fully previewed by like this Friday? I guess because we got to do the loading ready run pre release. Woo! What is time? A train that keeps on running forward. One direction only. One direction only. <laughs> Maria, are what? you ready for a quick story recap? Story recap. 
Crimson okay. Vow, what's going on? Olivia's Crimson getting Vow. married? What the heck? Yes. Okay, so we start out just with this guy and his mom and Stencia, and he's like, this is really rough because Olivia's been making, every, making everyone in Stencia play, pay a blood tithe, oh. which is where every night they have to put some of their blood in a bowl and put it outside, <laughs> and bats come and pick it up. I love and that. And take it to the vamps. Oh, so that's my little blood bat pet on Arena. Yes. So it's a little bat that's coming and getting the blood and taking it away. That's so cute. I wouldn't even be it's mad. It's really cute, right? It is kind of cute. Take it. Bats are cute. I don't like how much bats are villains in Innistrad. I think that it's really mischaracterizing bats. Hey, bat, you can have my blood. Bats are great. Bats eat bugs. Um, anyways, and they're cute. They're really cute. Okay, so, and he's just like, what are we supposed to do? If we don't do this, then they'll kill us. But if we do this, then it's slowly killing us. And we can't go anywhere else on Innistrad because other stuff will kill us. Oof, real bad so, for humans, anyways, as just having a real said. bad time over there. Um, okay, then we move and we see, like, um, Adeline, Chandra, Arlen, Kaya, Teferi, all those buddies, right? They're in, like, a clearing. They're helping some of the people over in Kessig kind of, like, get all bandaged up and taking care so of So they them. were all called there for this moon silver key situation? Yeah, yeah that was Arlen went and got them okay, all. Now okay. they're all here. Um, Adeline, there's definitely, they're definitely, like, kind of, like, pitching something between Adeline and Chandra. Um, not sure. Not sure. Um, what's going to happen there because Adeline is confined to one plane. Chandra's a planeswalker. Classic um, how do you make it work? <laughs> long distance. How do, long, 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 talk about long a long distance plane, relationship. Long plane relationship. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and they're like, what are we going to do? And someone's like, if the vampires keep doing this, they're going to literally run out of food because it's nighttime all the time now. Yeah. So like people, everyone's just going to die. And then no one on Innistrad will be alive. Not even the vampires who need humans to be alive. Will the vampires sleep? Ever now that's all always night or just, like, no, just that's, always that, awake. They're like this is the problem is that now the vampires can always feed. Oh, I see. They're, they're that's always right. vampires. They had out. their weird yes rules. Okay, so they're they're like, oh, I guess we can go talk to Soren because Soren knows that this is a problem. Even though just in the Midnight Hunt story, Soren was a huge jerk to yeah, all of them. Who so was I just man spreading on a Soren throne, brooding. Yes, that's all that he was doing. Question. Yes. We've talked about this on the show before. Okay. How did Soren get out of his rock that Nahiri put him in? Oh, there was a point during the last one where they like walk through and they see that he apparently just like literally like clawed himself out. <laughs> he just like clawed himself out of rock <laughs> over a long period of time. Wow. How long? I Does anybody know? Nobody knows. Years. Like, because that's going to take a long time it to claw your... It took a long time. Did he chew his way out with his teeth? He might have chewed his way out with his <laughs> teeth, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, but someone goes by the place where he was trapped, and they're like, that looks horrific. Oh. Um, anyways. Yes, that's why one of the reasons he's mirthless. Yeah, um, amongst many others. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even someone at some point is like, gosh... Um, Soren is in such a bad mood right now, and they're they're like, never mind. Soren's always in a bad mood. <laughs> okay, so then we cut to Soren, who is he's like in his big house at Markov Manor, and he's like, ugh. <laughs> He's just like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Oh, he's he's like, emo. there is this bad, there's this bad balance and everyone on Innistrad is going to die if nothing happens. And I told my grandpa who made me a vamp back when he made me a vamp that this would happen. If so, like there would someday be a balance where there were too many vampires and not enough people. Edgar Markov is his grandpa, right? Yes. And Edgar Markov made every vampire in Innistrad. Not every. He made the first vampire, which was Soren. And then I think he made a bunch of other vampires, 
But eventually those vampires went and made other vampires. I see. So he's the starter of vamps on Innistrad. Yes. Question. Why isn't Soren his son? I, cause there's like a, <laughs> right. There's the, there's the gap in the middle. We never hear How about Soren's dad. How do we work? We never know about Soren's dad. How do we work this through? We just know about his grandpa. Is the person who made you a vampire, your vampire dad or your vampire grandpa? Soren has a really complicated family life. <laughs> I just, we just need to work this stuff out. Yeah, you know, it's all I'm His saying. grandpa is his vamp dad and it just makes everyone feel awkward. I'm my own grandpa. Um, Okay. So vampire. So Soren is like, oh, there's too many vampires. And I told him that this would happen. And he was like, don't worry, balance will happen. And uh, and Soren was like, oh, and that's why eventually I made Avicen to protect the humans. But then Avicen was unraveled. And oh, did he know yeah. all of that was going to happen? So he goes, he like goes down into like the family, you know, library way beneath Markov Manor. Ooh. He's walking through and there's books and there's photos. And then they get to you learn that all of the Markovs that are vamps are sleep down there because they can just they're Since yeah. they're very old vamps, a lot of the time they do just sleep because they're bored. They're I so mean, bored that they sleep. Thousands of years old. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's all been done. And so he goes to go find his grandpa in his big fancy room where most of the time he sleeps in his fancy coffin. But sometimes he reads fancy books. Okay. Um, and he opens the doors and there's nothing in there. <gasps> and he's like, what? Where is he? And then a bat arrives with an invitation. And I have to tell you something horrible. Soren kills the bat. And it was the most distressed that I've been during any of this. <laughs> Why did he kill the bat? Because he was mad. The bat oh, was just doing on, its job. Soren. It was a literal, he killed the messenger. I'm so mad about it. I was really distraught the whole time that they were talking about it. Soren is having a teenage angst moment he really is and he even momentarily realizes it about himself oh, okay anyways i'm very upset and he looks at it and he's like what and then he goes out and it turns out that everyone who is like let's go get soren is there inside of his house and they're like they're like this is bad and he's like what and they're like what are you holding and he's like here you can look at it and it's an invitation he gives him the invitation he's like olivia Voldaren has stolen my grandfather and they're gonna get married wait she stole him i guess he really <laughs> he made some big assumptions he made some big leaps but he's like she stole him they're gonna get married they'll make the biggest vampire family on all of innistrad so this is a power play from olivia's yes, perspective she's to like try and be the biggest vampire family i want to be number one vamp mm -hmm. lady I'm going to marry this old soggy raisin and we're yeah. going to just take over in a strut. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, like Soren is right. There was going to be a problem. If, if vampires are that powerful. Yes. Plus werewolves. Yes. Plus the moon is just down. Uh, the moon is just up all the time now. Yeah. It's not daytime ever. So in Okay. This brings me to like an overall thought on Innistrad. I get that we keep going back to it because people love it. Yes. Because it's a really cool place. But it is also a place that's only built on eternal human suffering. <laughs> I'm just going to point that out, right? We're never going to get to Yeah. Right? Like at some point, everyone on Innistrad is just going to give up and die. Yeah. I mean, seriously, there's got to be some or there's wild to, differences yes. made here before. Yes. There's going to be a chance. A, right. And like a whole bunch of the story keeps trying to be like the, Innis the humans of Innistrad are like, well, 
like right we'll find a way to survive eventually the answer is that if it happens for millennia eventually you don't you just don't anymore you don't the no dinosaurs way. got wiped out by a meteor and the people of Innistrad are getting wiped out by vampires and werewolves it's inevitable it's inevitable Un- unless someday something happens. is happy and then we don't really go there so i'm just saying maybe after this story the end should just be and then the people got to chill out for a little while <laughs> I would like to have Innistrad the people chill out be a set right? we go to. Innistrad colon the people the chill, people chill out. out okay so that's just my thoughts anyways and they're all like okay let's go crash this wedding so ooh alright I'm here for it yeah um, we're gonna get Owen Wilson and who was it? <laughs> Vince, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn so there are gonna be wedding crashers in crashers the story crashers in so. the story yeah um, wow uh, I'm excited to see what happens in the story because like yeah. it's pretty interesting actually it's pretty wild trying to amass power and sort of be like well you can have the power I guess but how long are you even gonna live after that exactly all the humans are gonna be dead um, and of course fam- fancy vampires having a fancy wedding and everyone's dressed fabulously mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that uh, Crimson Vow. I'm going to get to play it next week. Can't believe that. <laughs> Me <neither>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Ultra Pro, Ultra Pro, one of our great sponsors. And I have to tell you, that you just told me the most exciting news ever, which is that those awesome movie poster secret layers oh, so cool. are going, they have them full size poster look. Yay! And I'm just so happy. Yeah, Ultra Pro uh, makes these really cool banners that you can oh. get for most sets. And one of their banners that they're releasing is going to be those cool horror movie. I'm so happy. Style arts. Thank you so much. Like they have um, on their. Uh, Twitter, you can go and see the one yeah, for Dismember, Dismember, which is up, and it just looks so good. It's beautiful. It's so cool. I love it. Um, we, thank you so much, Ultra Pro. Yeah. Um, one, for being a sponsor, and two, for just making stuff like that, right, where it's like, you can get the secret lair, and it's awesome because you can play with those cards. Yep. But what if you love it so much you just want it big? Yes, exactly. What if you want big? You want big, Ultra Pro give you big. There you go. Another great slogan. Yes. <laughs> Ultra Pro, you're welcome. You want big, we give you big. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for listening slash watching. Crimson Vow is like one more episode and that then we're playing it. Oh, what? I mean, it's just unbelievable, but that's what happens this time of the year. We get the little end of year crush here with these two new sets and then we get a break for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for Crimson Vow to come out. And then once we're in kind of the magic doldrums, which is like January, February time, (laughs) we get to play the double feature. Yeah. Which which will be the two of them smashed. smashed. So we get Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow that you can play at your LGS in paper and mm-hmm. uh, with cool new art style, which is was previewed on Magic Stream last week too, which looks really really sweet. But yeah, yeah Judge Rob episode next week. Um, got a column. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, hope we hope <laughs> make that happen for you. Uh, yeah, we had our preview card this week, and that means next week we should do our top ten worst rares <gasps> video. That's right. So you can check it out if you are heading into the arena events mm-hmm. or into your pre-release weekend, wondering what on earth should I really stink and avoid. Yeah. 
We'll tell you. We'll tell you. You can find that on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive. Become a subscriber. Watch out for our videos there. We post two a week, sometimes three a week, yeah. uh, just for you, uh, totally free of charge. Thank you so much for everybody, who, though, who supports it and lets it happen over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. We'd love to announce some more names on our next episode. Get some new patrons in here, along with Diaper 911. I was going to say, until next week, <laughs> it's just us and Diaper 911. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha